And XI, you sacrifice the old version of who you are. You sacrifice the incompleteness that you think you are as a woman. You know, your body shape images and all that stuff. You sacrifice that stuff so your real beauty and your real intelligence, you know, starts to show through. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. Moss, the number of women-led public companies continues to rise. And depending on what statistic you find, it can range anywhere from 6% to 15% of female representation uh, at some mm -hmm. of the country's biggest companies. So right. that's a good sign. We see more women in those high-level CEO leadership positions, Absolutely. but it doesn't come right. without a price. Yeah. And right. I wanted to talk today about what you see as being one of the biggest challenges that executive uh, women are facing in those leadership positions from an XI perspective? No matter what the numbers uh, it is, you know, you look back and see what the issues that many successful individuals, uh, women individuals faced back in the day. So you're just going to have a lot more of them just because there's more women, you know, in those successful positions or starting companies on their own, which is really fantastic. Are they bringing the same baggage as everybody else, you know, to the table. You know, we want a new business paradigm, especially for women. It doesn't have to be a man's world. You don't have to turn into, say, a man's personality uh, to be successful. You don't have to play the same games, say, the men do, because you're not a man. So all, you know, uh, all those little logistics uh, that, that most, again, women don't really look at, it's like, yes, it's going to be a great opportunity to find myself or to define myself. Uh, you know, I want to be on my own because I think that's where a lot of people, you know, it's like, I don't want to be tethered down to, you know, a husband or, you know, a partner, right? I want to be on my own. So again, being on your own, does that mean that you lose yourself being on your own? Does that mean that you sacrifice yourself being on your own? You'd have to get rid of all that stuff beforehand. Uh, and that's where exponential intelligence comes in. And then you start a successful company knowing that it's going to define who you are. It's not going to be, that company is not going to be a savior for you. It's going to be a definition on the success that you've become. Most women and most people in general, not just women, but most people go, I'm going to start that company. It's going to be successful. It's going to define uh, me. You don't do that. It, it, again, it's the other way around. You define who you are. That company becomes a reflection of who you are. You work with a lot of high level you know, executive mm -hmm. C-suite CEO type people. And without naming names, obviously we have, you know, confidentiality uh, yes, agreements yes. with the, the clients that you work with. But what yeah. is a, would you say, common quality that you're seeing with the female executives that you consult with? The issue Absolutely. that they might be facing as they rise up to those highest levels of leadership. Oh, gosh, Cheryl. 
<laughs> I don't know where to begin. That may because, be a loaded question, but <laughs> <laughs> because because it's you know with my abilities and you know what we do, you know we work on the whole human. You know we want to be have you know we want to have like spherical abundance, not just like success in business. So when when I see a client, I see all aspects of their lives. You know I see how their 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 business is going. Uh, I see how their personal life is going. I see how their shit right down to the hormonal systems because that gets affected, you know, when your business is not going well or if you're a man's world. And this is so, so, you know, that that question is loaded because, you know, all aspects of you when you start a business, you know, start to shift or start to transform. Uh, it's another identity of who you are, right? And if this identity isn't congruent on who you are, it becomes, it becomes a nuisance or it becomes a burden for that individual. So when women start to become successful, uh, again, those individuals, they come to me and they start, uh, again, they start even looking more masculine. They've lost that feminine identity, although they might look feminine, very feminine. They don't feel very feminine on the inside. Their hormones actually show it. You know, they go to the doctor and say, I don't know, something's wrong with my hormones. You know, their, their menstrual cycles change and all that stuff because they're losing their identity of being a woman. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, women in their, you know, 50s and, and you know, the older. I'm talking about, you know, younger women, uh, late 20s, 30s, 40s. Again, those hormonal changes start to they affect them at that age. And then this is this is this is what I was talking about earlier is that older women who have been successful, they come to me and say, Moss, I just want to be a woman again. I just want to know what it is to be a strong woman. I don't care about the money anymore. That's how painful it gets for, for a lot of women. One of the issues I think for women as they, whether they have started their own company and they're continuing to lead it, right? It could be super successful right. business that they started themselves, or they have worked their way up the ranks to lead, um, let's see, an S&P 500 company, right? Like, so like these huge corporations, mm -hmm. so they probably have had to go through some level of sacrifice to get to that point. Absolutely. And, and if that pattern is entrenched in their psyche and in their being of like, I have to sacrifice this to rise up the ranks, or I have to sacrifice this in order to make this grow. Right. They might be um, kind of perpetuating that pattern how can, do you, do you find that to be true is the first question. And if it is true, how can they break that cycle? Oh, absolutely. You know, cause you watch, you know, the success channel or you watch CNN or Fox news and, you know, they have a head of the CEO and, you know, you can see that woman. Uh, and to me, you know, I see their frequencies and they're not women anymore. They've literally lost, you know, their luster of being a female identity. Right. So again, and, and that's the biggest say pushback that I have on them or the biggest, it's like, yes, you're successful, but if you lost yourself becoming, you know, that success, uh, life becomes a sacrifice there. They sacrifice themselves for their companies. They sacrifice themselves for their, you know, partners or their kids and everything. And again, the money, the value of money goes down the the value of their success, you know, literally like just plummets. Uh, just like some of their stock prices, they're just like hit rock bottom. I'm not saying that, you know, high levels of success does not come out, does not come without burdens or sacrifice. But the key is, is like, what are you sacrificing? There's always sacrifice. Don't get me wrong. 
But most people sacrifice their presence, their sense of self, their humility, their humanity. The key is like, what aspect of yourself are you sacrificing? And XI, you sacrifice the old version of who you are. You sacrifice the the you know the abuse patterns that you might have been raised with you sacrifice the lack patterns you sacrifice the incompleteness that you think you are as a woman you know your body shape images and all that stuff you sacrifice that stuff so your real beauty and your real intelligence you know starts to show through so you're still sacrificing yes but what most people do again which 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 is crazy to me is that they sacrifice the best parts of themselves to achieve a better version of themselves well if you've already given that away when you think you've achieved what you think that is going to put you all together you're going to see that you're just empty and that's what happens to a lot of these women so moss well, you, you said about you know giving giving the best parts of yourself away mm-hmm. is that is that have, does that have to do with self-care? You know, we often hear this term self-care is kind of thrown out there as, you know, take time for yourself and go for a walk in nature and have a bubble bath. Is it that no. kind of stuff? Or what do you mean no, by this goes this is frequency wise? And, and again, the old paradigm is that you give your best parts away or you sacrifice your best parts, right? Away for to achieve something else. Okay. In that scenario, it never works out. No matter women or men, it never works out. Okay. Uh, again, I just want to reiterate, you're still sacrificing. Okay. You're still doing the hard work of finding who you are. You're starting, you're doing the hard work of the shadows that are inside you, the weaknesses that are inside you. You're working on that. And then you're giving that away, right? You're doing the hard work to look deep inside you, that inner expansion, again, to turn those weaknesses into strength. Okay, so what most people do, and this is what you're talking about, is that they give themselves, they give their best parts away, the parts that should be nurtured, the parts that they should keep, the sharp parts that they should, you know, like polish up more and more. But what they do is like, shit, I just gave, a, you know, myself away, I need to go for a walk and reclaim or like settle with or psychologically, you know, uh, come to say, come to a level where I'm okay with what I just gave away. So, and that's what most people do. You know, they go for a walk, they take a vacation, they do whatever that they do. That's not nurturing yourself. That's literally settling or coming to terms with what you just gave the most precious parts of you away going shit. I guess that's what life is about. I guess that's what, and that's what most walks are. You know, when most people go, shit, I need to, I need to walk away from all this. I need to take a break. What do you do? You start to come up with ways to go, well, I guess just, that's just the way life is. I'm going to settle. I'll just, uh, I'll just live with it. And so on like that. I gave that away. Right. And then you start fresh. Uh, Again, that's not what I'm talking about. Not at all. Again, and I just mentioned what I was talking about. You're finding the weaknesses in you, okay? Uh, and then, you know, you find all those things, the memories, the, the frequencies, the patterns, and so on, right? Your deeper, safe frequencies that dictate your success mechanisms. Uh, we talked about the three frequencies of success that you need. Uh, you start to, say, hone those. And then when you do go for a walk, it's not about 
you know, coming to terms with self. It's about realizing, okay, it's like you go for a walk, you take it easy, you get comfortable, you go to vacation. It's because it's like, I'm, I'm getting ready to leap to the next level of say awareness of myself. So it's like, you're finding more of yourself. So you're taking that break. You know, you're kind of like stepping backwards and just getting ready to launch off and to find out more of yourself. Again, the other way is, well, the other way, we just like what we just, what I just talked about, right? It's like you gave a big chunk away and now it's like, I guess I got, I just got to settle with the crumbs that's left over, you know? Well, you just gave a good example too, I think of the the vacation, right? It's the busy CEO running a big company and then they take a one week vacation to Bora Bora, you know what I mean? To to recoup and to, you know, um, and, and in many cases, I think those high level executives probably need to be forced on vacation because they're workaholics and they, you know, are all about their, their work, but it's a different energy. If you go to Bora Bora with the intent of doing it, not because you're forced into it, or you feel like I really, you know, you know, I have to take this vacation Mm -hmm. and I really need to do this as opposed to I'm going to Bora Bora because I'm going to use this as an opportunity to get myself ready for the next level of my existence and my self-actualization journey. Absolutely. Totally different levels of frequency that you're going on that vacation with. Absolutely. And it's really cool because you're going on vacation and then you're so excited about reclaiming who you are. You know, you're not forced to not think of work. You just don't think of work because because your higher self and you are like getting together and it becomes really intimate. Uh, It's like a rendezvous. It's like an escape. You plan out like, God, how are we going to find ourselves? You know, so it becomes, it almost, it sounds crazy, but there are many individuals, high level individuals that now take vacations uh, and they go, wow, that was the best vacation I had because they're not, they're, they're still doing the work. You know, they still have to check in with the office and all that stuff obviously, right? But they really start to do those things that really nurture their internal dialogue with themselves, that higher connection uh, of who they are. So Mas, executive leadership obviously is still male dominated, even though we see more and more women coming into those roles, which is great, right. uh, but it is still male dominated. What, is, what are qualities in women who are in those high level executive positions that you'd like to see them exhibit more of? What maybe feminine qualities, if you want to put it that way, or qualities in general, uh, maybe it could be personality traits or qualities that you'd like to see um, and, and consult women to bring more of themselves into their executive leadership roles. Here's the key, and I wish I had a drawing, but uh, uh, hopefully we can, we can visualize this, right? You're human, okay? Human is a filter, right? You're seeing your light, you're human, that's a filter or genetic makeup that you're running. Uh, And then you're a woman or you're a man, okay? Uh, And then success comes after being a woman and a man. So most people, and again, the the order is very important, human, and then, you know, uh, uh, feminine, uh, you know, femininity or masculinity, whichever uh, that you are, and then success, so success is not dictated by a feminine quality, if that makes sense to you. Uh, success patterns <clears throat> are the same whether you're a female or you're a male, 
right? You should be on time. You should, you know, stick to your word. You should be congruent with yourself. And, you know, all those things, it's not like, well, men should be this way and then women should be this way and so on like that. And that's where most people get it wrong. They put success, the filter of success, or the, they use the tool of success way over here. So success now becomes, say, the first filter. So they lose their human identity and then they lose their filter of becoming a man or a woman. And that's where the key is. Again, you can't do that. Success is not a filter. Uh, it's not the first filter that you should use. So XI, becoming exponentially intelligent, and this is where you know, you, people take breaks. This is where you know, people start out companies and so on. And they, they replace that. When you're in the business world, and if, you know, uh, what happens is that you don't lose yourself. Most women, create say this competitiveness that's masculine right to win at whatever they're trying to say succeed in um, um and that again that loses their femininity and they become more and more masculine so uh, it sounds like it's less the 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 concept here is less gender-based and really probably more personality-based in that you said you know don't lose yourself so if you are whether you're a man or a woman and you're leading a huge company don't lose your qualities of who you are as a person, your personality, right. as opposed to focusing on, oh, I'm a woman leading a company or I'm a man leading a company. Am I hearing that correctly? Absolutely. And you can still be a woman leading a company. That's totally, that's totally cool. And again, you define your, who you are, you know, masculine, feminine frequencies, and then the success principles. Again, success principles are all the same, but the cool thing about it is the outcome when these filters are properly aligned and you're seeing yourself, you know, in that sync, if they're properly aligned in both ways, you know, in time and space, so to speak, what happens is that your feminine quality of being that strong, say what I call XI woman shows through in those success principles. So the success has a frequency of say femininity in it. Okay. And, and being a feminine, say leader, uh, that is, say, uh, aggressive or assertive in, you know, certain situations where they need to be is more powerful uh, internally and for the group. And, you know, you get a better outcome for the contract and your employees or whoever you're dealing with if everything is incongruent. Uh, this is more powerful than, say, running a masculine pattern because you're a weak female trying to be aggressive as a male because it disrupts, and this is where personality issues, conflicts, and so on like that. Most successful, most companies that fail, it's not because of the idea or even the lack of money, it's because of personality conflicts. And this is, again, it stops those personality conflicts or identity conflicts that people have. So, so it's more than just your personality, it's your presence or it's your, your essence, you know? And, 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 you know, when you walk into a room uh, and you don't know who the person is, and that person just commands that leadership and just like, whoa, who is that? Right? There's a feeling, there's it, like sort of an essence around that. Almost right. like, a, like an aura. Sometimes you Absolutely. feel like it's an aura around a person. And, and yeah. I, love, I love that you said that the qualities of, let's say, assertiveness or even aggressiveness when it's warranted are not necessarily singularly masculine qualities. No. Right. And they're not. I mean, there they're, you can yeah. absolutely be a, a woman who exhibits mm -hmm. when the time is needed and, and when the time is right, 
that you're exhibiting those qualities. It's neither masculine nor feminine, Absolutely. but your aura or your essence or your frequency of how you're leading that company is paramount. Yes, absolutely. And when you do that, and then, you know, you get better feedback, you become more of that human that you are, your original reason why you're here. And then your success and your company grows more and more. And this isn't just theory. Again, I've helped, you know, hundreds and hundreds of high-level CEOs, you know, run their companies. And when that CEO level is really good, you know, really congruent with themselves, it just filters down their managers, you know, their employees, contractors, whoever they suppliers, they all start to say, it's like, what is it? What is this company doing? Because it feels very different. It feels very congruent. It's like, I want to work with this company. Uh, and there's been situations where suppliers give even better discounts and so on. It's like, yeah, you know, we, we could go somewhere else, but we want to be here instead you know, so there is a real value. It's not just, you know, it's not just about your internal self, but real value comes in because this is what people are looking for. Not just, you know, the bottom line anymore, although the bottom line becomes a lot better for you. Uh, and it, be it becomes a lot easier for you, but you find who you are as well. I love, uh, I love that we, in this conversation about executive leadership for women, we've determined that you know, it's really more about the aura, the essence or the frequency at which you lead your company, irregardless yes. of your gender, um, yeah. and that you can still exhibit, quote unquote, masculine qualities or what we would have deemed to be. Maybe after this conversation, people will think about it differently. Um, yeah, but, but, you know, leading leading a company is leading a company. And you Absolutely. obviously help a lot of people to find the wholeness of who they are and the, the balance or the wholeness of how they can have a more well-rounded entire life. Uh, one Absolutely. aspect of that being the leadership role that they're in. So, so Moss, how do people get in touch with you? Well, fantastic. Yeah. So, so for those CEOs that really want to, you know, have a spherical level of abundance uh, where they have successful uh, success in their companies and, you know, their personal lives, their internal self, uh, their spiritual self, uh, you'd want to contact customers at mossajani.com. That's customers with an S. And you want to ask for, hey, I want I want a discovery session on what the possibilities are out there for you. Okay. Thank you Simple. so much, Moss. This is great. I think that women who are in leadership positions obviously have a, a lot going on in their lives. And perhaps this conversation will help them to um, explore the opportunity or the idea of, you know, furthering that balance um, approach to their lives from the XI perspective. Thank you. Absolutely. That was great. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.